You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Well, what do you think? Would that be good for anal sex? What are you, I'm an anal expert over here? I've never had anal sex. But if it, <laughs> just, How the fuck do I know? I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Potter. And I'm Karen Lee Potter. My mother is a sex expert, cougar, and the world's oldest living millennial. My son, a stand-up comic, mime, and a Buddhist clown. And we have the talk every Monday and Thursday. And Why? We're... Why do we have the talk, Cam? Flipping it on me this Flipped time. It right on you. We have the talk in order to destigmatize the conversation around sex with the hope that it will create less shame, less sexual abuse, and some laughs. I like the laughs part. Increase the laughs is what I meant. And pleasure. How do you like that? All right. This is the Monday morning after show, people. And that means that this is the episode of the week where we get to talk directly with you. We get to answer your texts, voicemails, your emails. Your Instagram DMs when you're sliding in. Your dick pics. No, we don't answer dick pics. We block dick pics. I'm tired of that. Waking up in the morning to see that. I mean, literally, I had to constantly reprimand people. You're never reprimanding people. Oh, yeah. On they, our Instagram, you're reprimanding people that send you dick pics? Well, they do it more on Karen Lee Love. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Um, all right. Should we get off to the races on this one? Oh, let's do it. Well, the first thing we need to tell you about is that we got these awesome stickers. Oh, my God. They're so adorable. They look like us, but they're a caricature version of us. Yes. And if you want to see what one looks like, go to the Instagram our story. Yeah. Or post. Here, here, we're doing a giveaway. How about that? I, I love the giveaways. We want to give you these stickers. Um, and so you can get a giveaway just by leaving us an iTunes review and then emailing us uh, or DMing us telling us that, that you did it. You, you left a review and this was your, your, your iTunes handle. What? Yeah, they need a handle. They need a name that we can go by. Oh, right, right. Tell us what you named yourself on iTunes. Bingo. But these are so cool. You have one I'm looking at right now attached to your... Um, computer. Computer or your laptop. It looks you, great. You know what I realized today when I was in the car? You had a revelation? I took a lift today, and they they pull from your Facebook. Oh, I know. Your image. I'm, I got a picture. I got a, My picture is I didn't even realize it. When Vicky Barbalak uh, gave me a, uh, it's called a pecker. What was it? Oh, yeah, instead yeah. of um, instead of Hooters, it's called peckers. Mm-hmm. It's like a tank top. That's what I'm wearing. And every Uber driver comes up and knows me from my completely like. It's, you it's, look like you're, you're a Hooters waitress. Yes. It's yeah. like a tank top, very tight tank top. It says peckers on it. Well, mine is our logo. Oh, our, even better. That's a good way to, to let people know that it's we. It's our artwork. It's our podcast artwork. So whenever I get in the car, it's a conversation. Pretty much all they see is that it says "sex talk with my mom," big bold letters. I, I have to change mine to do that too. It got very awkward this morning with it. <laughs> <laughs> this woman was like not wanting to make conversation with me. I'm pretty sure because of that. Anyway, we're getting off track. Okay, over here. all right. But it, anyway, write it, a review. Write a review. Let us know you wrote it, and uh, you might be entered to. You will be entered to win a sticker. Also, if you want to become a patron, you can get a sticker that way. Patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. There's so many ways to get your stickers. <laughs> you just got so excited about I that. am. And I'm thinking to myself, 
I'd love to see these stickers like you know splattered out all over the country or the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if they get a sticker, they should definitely uh, take a picture of the sticker and, wherever they put it on and, Instagram. and send it to us. Instagram tag us, us on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Tag us, baby. Okay. Um, this was quite a week. It was. We were both traveling all over the place. We had some fun experiences. Separate. Yeah, I I snuck into a sex expo. And I went to see a, a taping of Modern Family. Okay, do you want to chat about... I'd your, rather hear about the, your, your so, sex So, okay, so expo. basically, you know, you guys know I'm doing this pleasure podcast thing, pleasurepodcast.com, check it out. It's a sex podcast network that I've created. Good plug, go on. In order to... Um, you know, in order to find sponsors for us, I have to go to these sex events. You have to. Like someone's punishing you to go. Well, this, it is pretty funny that you're going to... Because I was so doing it hilarious. for years. If you guys have never done this, go to Exotico or these div, uh, AVN Awards or whatever. It's just so entertaining. People are very happy. They're always in a good mood. Very free-spirited. And it was, yours was, is, was anime? A-N-M-E. Yeah, oh, not anime. Oh, because I went to one anime. Exotica and across the way was anime. So it was really funny to watch the different <laughs> people walking and dressed up in, in all kinds of weird costumes. <laughs> you don't know if they're going one way or the other. <laughs> so this was a um, this was a conference for people. It's like a big showroom of all the new sex toys and lubes and stuff like that. And it's invite only. So press is not really allowed. It's pretty much only buyers and sellers of these sex toys so like a manufacturer of dildos will go there so that they can find like the you know another a company that wants to sell those products in their stores okay, okay? so that's how you get to this conference i emailed they wouldn't let me in they didn't respond so i just showed up i'm so proud i, I pulled a karen lee move i love that i showed up in the rain and i waltzed my ass in like i own the place and I was shaking like a leaf. Ah! I was so nervous. And, uh, but I got in somehow. No one questioned it. Um, you guys just had to blend in with the crowd. I blended in and uh, I immediately met other, like, all, like all these people that I've contacted before who either have sponsored us, like the people at Clona Willie or Uberlube. And uh, I met some new people that, that were really awesome. And the community is so goddamn sweet. That's what I'm saying. People should go to these things. They're so fun. Yeah, and I got like a shitload of lube, and we got this chalk cock willy, which I think we're gonna. It's basically like a chalkboard. It's a. It's, it's a dick. It's a statue of a dick, which you just informed made out me of chalkboard material. You just informed me a few minutes ago that it was the same size as your dick, which I, I did not need to know. I, actually, it's way bigger, but. <laughs> It's not that big, by the way. Okay, Pet thanks, Will- ma'am. No, but Petcock Willie is much bigger. It's like... Well, know. that's a fucking ginormous dick that no one can see right now, so we should stop talking okay. about it. Okay, but if you want to go to Instagram, you'll see it there. Yeah. Uh, but it, that was a huge freaking... Uh, you know, Success? I, yeah, because I was really nervous that like... Like, oh, what, I'm going to get rejected or like maybe they're just going to be rude to me, which actually happened the following day at XBiz when I tried to sneak into that one. Um, <laughs> I find that the more that you try to sneak in, the, the more successful you become. Yeah. Well, it did very much feel like going up and asking someone out for the first time. Like, well, yeah. Did you, did you go up to the window and say, hey, I'm, no, I know. walked in, didn't look at anyone. No, at the second one that you didn't. The get second it. one, I did go up to the window because there was a security guard there. And what did you say? I'm part of the press. And she's like, "Yeah, it's six hundred dollars." And, and I'm like, 
Oh, that's a little more than I was thinking. Yeah, more than a more than my budget. Yeah. But anyway, so in the I, future, uh, you never know. You might be able to th- just throw out those six handles without thinking. That's right. I also learned about a really cool product. What? 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 So this is like it's called Onut. You can check it out. O h n u t dot co. So this is a they're we're, they're not sponsoring us. I just thought this is a really cool invention. Basically, a lot of people, a lot of women explain that they have pain when having sex. Yeah. Definitely. I, we, we even got an email about it. I mean, not, not email, a message on Facebook about it. We did? Yeah. Well, read it, mother. Okay, so this is, uh, it is a funny handle. Kunal Incest Boy. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, Why are you even reading a message from Kunal Incest Boy? I don't know. I always read messages. It says, once I asked, is it really painful during first intercourse? Question mark. She smiled and said, Why I'm asking this? I frankly said, I read in one magazine that it's painful during first intercourse. She said, yes, it's a little painful, but it's needed. And our discussion stopped. So, th- okay. Thank you, Kunal Incest Boy, for that. <laughs> for that beautiful story that I plan to, to read many, many times over. It's a little bedtime story from Kunal Incest Boy. It's a boy. bedtime story. But, but there are tons of reasons why women might experience some uh, vaginal pain when having sex. Um, one of the reasons is if the the penis going or whatever's being inserted is too big for the the hole or whatever. Okay. It, it, it's it not about, no, no. You don't understand. It's not the hole. It's it, that it's it hits the cervix. The cervix. It's the this length. Is what I meant. It's yes. not the girth. It's the length. Usually. Yes. 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 So this product is like it's like a series of cock rings stacked on top of each other. So imagine just like inner tubes, like three inner tubes lined on top of each other. Actually, it might be four. I'm not sure. It doesn't matter. And, Cam. and uh, basically, the guy wears it on his dick. And as he thrusts in there, it kind of prevents it from going all the way to hit in it. to hit the cervix. So there's like I a little bit of a, a bumper. I could have used that. And the person in the, you know, the guy is, most of the nerve endings are at the tip of that, of the dick anyway. So he's still experiencing great sex and she's just not experiencing the pain, which yeah, is phenomenal. Yeah, it, it does hurt your cervix if you, if it bounces up against it. Ownut.co. I wonder if it would be good for anal sex. So just let us know. Well, maybe we'll have the, the uh, person on the show to chat yeah. about this. Yeah, but what do you think? Would that be good for anal sex? What are you, I'm an anal expert over here? I've never had anal sex. But if it- <laughs> I just, How the fuck do I know? But I think that might be good for anal sex. Then I think anal sex. I think the, the bigger the pain usually comes from the fact that the, the anus is not like opened enough, relaxed and and opened enough, like the actual hole. It's not more. It's not the depth that it's going. No, but in. you look at anal beads; they're like graduated like that. So it's not. I mean, maybe that would be working the same thing with the whatever. graduated. They're graduated. <laughs> not not in graduation in the sense of commencement. I'm talking about graduated size of balls on an anal bead like thing. All right. Do you will you share your uh, modern family story? It it's not as exciting as yours, obviously. What? Well, I went to see the the a taping of Modern Family. Okay. Uh, your sister is involved with that organization, and she was uh, and she's been in other shows, and I've been warned about my behavior. On other shows, I, I get a list of qualifications if I want to go that I must adhere to. Mm-hmm. What okay. are those qualifications? Number one, no asking actors or people to take pictures with you. Oh, this is, I'm sure you've done many times. Which I have done, and and I love it. <laughs> but I'm and I'm happy with those pictures later on. 
but apparently she doesn't share this delight with me. Great. Okay. So I said, okay, I can, I can, I can adhere to that. Number two, don't speak to any people on the set unless spoken to first. Okay. Okay. So I said, okay, I'll adhere to that. Are you offended when she's giving you these rules? It's like, <laughs> it's like a parent telling a child, okay, you do not get to talk until you're talked to. <laughs> That's true. It's even more embarrassing than that. Uh, what else? Okay. Well, she has a good reason for the the last time that I w- uh, was on her. I think it was a set of Blackish. I I was behaving myself. I was not speaking to any of the actors. But there was, uh, I went into the bathroom and I saw, I thought what I thought was an extra, like someone who, you know, just comes on as an extra. She's not like a main character or anything like that. And she, and she looked really cute. She had a little purse and everything. And so I walked up to her and I said, she was like a little kid, you know? So I thought she was one of the kids or stand in for the kids on uh, Blackish. And I said, oh, you're so cute. How old are you? And she says, I'm an adult. Oh my God, I was mortified. She was a little person. <laughs> and it gets worse. I didn't know that while I was in the bathroom, like totally mortifying myself and this poor little, poor little person, that there was another like writer or somebody in the bathroom who reported to, to Jessica that I had done that. You got tattled on. I got tattled on. To your mama. To, to my daughter. Oh, my God. And she was not happy with that at all. That is so, so, so funny. So this time I, I actually behaved myself to some you, extent. You didn't tell any little people that, ask how old they are? No, I didn't. I was fighting myself from doing that. That was the third rule? Well, there was only two people on, you know, there was only um, oh. Julie Bowen and uh, what's the other guy's name? I have no fucking clue. Yeah, all right. The guy who plays her father. The only, they were, and I only saw Julie Julie Bowen, who was delightful, and uh, who I told her about our podcast. Yeah, are you? Uh, is she coming on? She, I didn't ask, and I thought if I asked, then I will never be invited again by Jess. Good by call. Jess. Good call. So I maintained not asking her, although I'm sure that is on the list of things I shouldn't. She, did, I am not allowed to do. Very smart but move. But she did. Was she was very excited about uh, the podcast, and she was she was said she was going to look it up because she loves podcasts. Speaking she, of excitement, I think we should read some of these texts. Let's read them. All right. So, thank you guys for your texts. If you guys ever want to text us, our number is yes text mom. Just type it into your phone. And and voicemails are in that same yes text mom. But what you need to do is just insert it into your contacts, and then you can call. Right. So this is this is. Uh, this is from someone saying, Howdy, I found your podcast a few months back and finally caught up on the backlog of episodes. I absolutely love your show and your dynamic. I find Cam highly relatable as an anxious, artsy guy with lots of emotions. <laughs> what? You're an anxious, artsy guy. With lots of emotions. The double A. <laughs> I think that's an accurate description of me. He, he then goes on to say, also, while I don't get a fiery cock, I do tend to get extremely cold and violently shiver if I find myself in a particularly nerve-wracking situation, especially in new sexual experiences. Oh, my God. You're not weird. You're just skinny and nervous. Again, <laughs> I can relate. I love the banter between you banter between you two and your openness. You have the relationship that I wish I had and kind of almost have with my own mother. I especially appreciate the way that you have balanced each other out sharing the best of your respective generations with one another and with all of your listeners. Thank you for doing this and Happy New Year. 
Thank you so much, listener, for for sending us this message. Yeah, that was. I like the balance each other out thing because certainly I cannot relate to this shaking, shivering, uh, cold dick experience. I, I I don't think I've ever been with a man who was shaking and shivering and had a cold so, dick experience. As you think, so you th- he could have. Yeah, but he, he wasn't expressing. Little himself. do you know that the person felt like it was a tundra in there. Uh, <laughs> I've been thinking a lot about how trust is such a critical part. I, 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 uh, we received another message from someone suggesting and recommending a sex therapist. Uh, to you? An online sex therapy company to me in regard to our last... Um, Are they saying you need last sex morning therapy? After show. Yes, which I appreciated because... And I started thinking about like, where, where, what is the root cause of all these these uh you know blocks and i think a lot has to do with trust i think trust is such a key element of all aspects of life but especially in intimate matters where you have to yeah you know get you know i'm trusting the person you know to to not get for in so many for so many things i'm trusting the person that they don't that they're they're honest about getting tested i'm trusting the person that they're being safe with regard to pregnancy I'm trusting the person that they don't bite your balls. Yeah, that they're not they're not violent with me. They're going to respect my body, my emotions, and not make fun of me. Like not, not make fun of me if I come too quickly or yeah. if my dick is goes flaccid for some reason. Right, it's never happened. But <laughs> <laughs> for listeners who just tuned tuned in. Cam has a tendency to come quickly, but he doesn't have any problems getting hard, which well, is good. I, no, that's not necessarily true. The second time, it's getting, as I get older, I think it's getting a little longer and longer, which is not. No, I'm saying that what is good is that you don't have a difficulty getting hard. That seems to be a very You're common right. complaint. You're so right. So be happy about that. What, what, yeah, I take it where you win, you know, whatever. Take the winnings. Anyway, <laughs> I thought that, so trust has been on my mind a lot recently, especially even with friendships, like trusting that the other person is not building up resentment for little things. Yes. This has become a big deal for me. I, I've asked my closest friends to tell me if they are uh, experiencing any frustration with me. And, really? And have, uh, lower the threshold of telling, being honest about their emotions. I prefer people keep their emotions to themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me if I'm bothering you. Just, is, is that true? Mm, uh Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes I don't need to be criticized. Sometimes, <laughs> I, sometimes shut the fuck up. And it's not necessarily criticism. It's more like you've done this to me and it's it hurt me, but I'm going to try to be bold and or like I'm going to... This thing like that you said irked me. Yeah. I would like that person to tell me that. Yeah. I prefer um, some communication like that, but uh, I don't need it constantly. Either. I know. I think you once are you open more... that door, you're like, because hey. I'm very defensive if someone's constantly criticizing me. So, yeah. I think you are. You you definitely are more um, choosy with when you choose to confront someone. Oh man, yes. I certainly. I look at the source, and I realize after all these years, I've known you for forty years. You're probably not going to change. Like someone in my family does something that. I find to be particularly annoying. I decide whether or not it's worth it to have a whole discussion and have a big dis- confrontation. It's, it's hard to know, though, when it, it, it... That's an assumption there. It's I know. It's really hard to know because... Because I'm, 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 I'm what's known as a wimp. Okay. Although I'm also known as a bulldog. So it's weird. It is weird. This is a very... And, and this is where trust comes in again because you're trusting that the other person's going to hold you with understanding and not get defensive immediately. Right. And I think that's where I've found it's not worth it. 
Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, it's essentially saying I don't trust this person to actually treat me with compassion. Or that it's going to be productive. See, if you have a discussion with someone that's not particularly productive and it happens many times, then you finally say, it's not worth my time. Yeah, I think typically, though, those conversations are skipped over because... Um, People are scared. Because they're scared that the other person's going to be like, fuck you, like... Not necessarily you know, fuck you, snap but at you and, and make your relationship I, harder. Yeah. I mean, hasn't that ever happened to you in your life? I mean, it's of happened course, to me. Even, I'm, I definitely feel that urge to not sit, share anything. It's much easier not to confront than to confront. But in the long run, it helps to confront because then you don't have this repeated yeah. uh, situation. No. I mean, it happens with, with my boyfriend, Dee's. My sister definitely. was the first to <laughs> inform me that remember she would get so upset with me when I was younger. If, if she did something to hurt me and I responded... It's saying like, hey, you hurt me. She would react defensively and like basically, you know, it would become a much worse situation. So I, I eventually started not sharing right. when I was hurt. Instead, yeah. I would kind of like just shut down. Right. She would say, you're becoming so taciturn. I don't even know what that word means. Basically expressing no emotion. This is what happens when you have two smart it's, kids. It's becoming, it, it's when you start withholding. Got it. You're like, oh, okay, well, I know that it's not, it's like a passive aggressive Right, aggressive and then you get way. passive aggressive, right, I yeah. understand. So this is an active, I, I, I've had to fucking work my ass off. You're the best. I mean, if you confront me on something, I feel like shit. It's, but I it's mean, hard to, it's, it's, it, it, there is a balance though. I don't think everything needs to be confronted. Sometimes I'm overly sensitive and I'm like, all right, maybe, you know, if, it, if, if this stays with me tomorrow, then maybe I'll say something. Oh, that's a good call sleep on it yeah 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 Yeah. but i appreciate you recognizing but it it is my i have to trust another person yeah to bring it back to sex and relationships i have to trust another person that they are also gonna they will share that information with me when i've stepped on them or when i've done something to them as opposed to have this this burning passive aggression you know and sometimes people are like i'll say something and they'll be like ouch i'm like oh no what'd i do yeah, yeah, I've heard that before. You know who I'm talking about? Well, I've experienced that myself <laughs> oh. in, in in relation. That That is a very similar response yeah. that I've heard that I'm like, oh, that's not a direct way of saying how you're feeling. Yeah. Anyway, this is th- that got a little heavy there. Yeah, you um, guys, uh, if you know what we're talking about here in terms I, of uh, <laughs> confrontation of people in your lives when they irritate the shit out of you, please text us at Yes Text Mom or call us at Yes Text Mom. Um. We got a message also from uh, Jen. This person says, just listen to the latest episode with the How Come podcast. I experienced a lot of trouble coming when I first started my antidepressant, so much so that I considered not taking them because for me, a life without coming is depressing as well. I relate, I'll say. I relate to Remy because I had to rediscover my coming abilities through masturbating. By the way, I love your podcast. Y'all are super funny. Thank you, Jen. Um, it's true. And I told it like I said last time is... I don't think a lot of people even know the effects that those SSRIs can have on your uh, inability to come. I mean, maybe they, maybe men get it more than women because of the fact that, uh, you know, it affects your heart on, and women don't necessarily know that, you know, it affects mm-hmm, their mm-hmm. ability. It, it's a very apparent thing for guys. Right. Yeah, not, not necessarily for women as much. But I'm glad she got through that. She got through it. I, and I, it sounds like a lot of those tips that in that last episode with the How Come podcast uh, were, are accurate. Because we got a few messages that were like this, actually. Uh, like Jen's saying that, you know, she's on antidepressants and 
those tips are, are accurate. And even if you're not on antidepressants, there's a lot of reasons that people get into their head. They're worried about how long it's taking and then it gets worse. The pressure mm-hmm. It's the worst thing a guy can say is, uh, are you going to come? Yeah. Okay, you gonna come? And the same for, for, for women. If it, you know, I've had a friend tell me that a woman threw a condom at him saying, <laughs> get hard. <laughs> and he was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with that? That's not going to work. That is not nice. Um, by the way, this person says they found the podcast because uh, she interned for as a sex educator with Planned Parenthood, and her her supervisor recommended the podcast to her. Wow, we're Isn't getting recommended by Planned Parenthood. That's that is so awesome. Dope as hell. That's dope. All right, I want to throw in one more uh, message that we received. Uh, we got a text a while ago from someone who bought a clone of Willie. He's and a for trucker. those of you guys who don't know what clone of Willie is, it's a kit that you make. Uh, it's like a, a mold of your your pussy penis. or your penis. Yeah. By the way, they have a new product that allows you to fuck the actual pussy mold. FYI. Meaning that you can create your own fleshlight of your own. Yeah. Oh, that's a great product. Still. Can you get me one of those? I think they might send <laughs> us one. Okay. So uh, he says, since I'm a trucker on the road five days a week, it's been it's a running joke that she'll grab my junk and say, can you just leave this here? So now she can because he got the clone willy. That's great. And then he says later on that he. I'm going to see if I can buy a little blue pill from my father so I can be as rock hard as possible during the molding process. Right. And, okay. I, and I think I said, what the fuck? Can his dad just give him a blue pill? <laughs> yeah. And then, so here's the update. He said, um, my father and I are very open about t- talking about sex. Both of my parents are perverts. And so I was raised as such. An update regarding buying a little blue pill from dad. His exact words were, I'll give you one for that project. <laughs> Oh, that's adorable. Yeah, that was, that's Good. a hilarious... He, it's a project. Uh, I yeah. love hearing that the parents are on board for the sexual exploration. It's a family It's a family project now. It's <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got two voicemails I want to play before we okay. sign off over here. I've just finished listening to the first eight minutes of Cam's awkward sex on Wet Dream, and it just reminded me of the fact that, like, every time I listen to this podcast, it's like... Cam, your voice is like one of my favorite voices I've ever heard, and it makes me feel very relaxed, and it's just one of the most calming things in my opinion, and I end up feeling, even if it's like a regular conversation, I end up feeling my body feels so relaxed that it's almost like I'm turned on but not quite, and so I don't know, I just really connected with that, and I just wanted to share my opinion and let you guys know, um, I love the show, and um, yeah, have a great night. What? Your voice is so relaxing. Yeah. Did she listen to the the pregnancy scare episode, or oh, what the or fuck? the Kelowna Williams? I was extremely moved by this voicemail. You're moved by it. I was extremely moved by it. Oh my god! It was the sweetest voicemail I've ever heard. And you're making fun of it, saying you're, <laughs> you're saying she's wrong. No, I'm just saying I've never heard that your voice described as calming and sexually arousing. There was a girl in college who told me who I was interested in. I've shared this in the podcast before. There's a girl who I went up, I was about to ask her on a date and she somehow said, Cam, is that your real voice? (laughs) I was like, yeah, what kind of voice do you think I'm putting on? And she's like, it makes my ears bleed. (laughs) Apparently this new caller has developed a fondness for that voice. Sexually aroused? She said she was mildly sexually aroused. It was was kind of sexually aroused. Kind of. She didn't go full full throttle there. No, but I very much appreciated this voicemail. Maybe you should become a phone sex operator. I don't think it... Actually, I was wondering when I re-listened to this, 
whether it's the content of what we're discussing as opposed to the actual quality of the voice. Like, yeah, if you were talking because about I auto mechanics, I don't know. I don't really think my voice, I, I agree with you. I don't know. If, I don't think my voice is like the most resonant, calming, low, like, oh, like. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you just, mine is definitely not. She did not say Do mine you, was. So can we, can we share this funny story? Yes. We had a. Um, <laughs> oh, I know what you're going to talk about. God bless it. So a few production companies have reached out to us to, him, to, Kentucky. <laughs> to create a TV show out of Sex Talk with my mom, which is really dope. Which is exci- exciting. We're, so, still, we're still, by the way, talking about a TV show. We're Yeah, we're, develop- we're developing it away. Okay. Um, so a f- several months ago, this company reached out to us and they're like, we love the show. We love you guys. We want to make this into a TV show. One thing we'd have to change, just one little thing is that uh, Karen Lee, we'd have to change your voice. I know because it's it would not work on TV, right? <laughs> I, and you know what the worst part about it is? I think these are the people who developed Duck Dynasty. Yeah, tell them the Duck Dynasty people to get rid of that accent. <laughs> and by the way, I like my voice. I find it cute. I find your I think your voice is very cute. I don't well. know if it's cute, but it's certainly not something I feel like changing for this guy. <laughs> I was very offended by you that. You got off the call. I thought it was a great meeting. I turned to you. You look like you had steam coming out of your oh. ears. You're not feeling it. I mean, why does an ego change his voice? <laughs> change your ears, dude. So speaking of voices. Oh, we got another text over here. Yeah. Or, or another voicemail. Here we go. Hey, I'm 24 and everything. Um, I'm just looking for somebody to have a... Uh, Good time and all that. You guys can give me a call back. Okay, so just to clarify what he's saying. I think he said, I'm 24 and and can you give me a call back? <laughs> he said, I'm looking for a good time. Oh, looking for a good time? And, can we give him a call that, back? Yeah. Oh, we should call him. We're giving him a call. I think we should give him a call back. Let's all give right, him a call let's back. give him a call. He asked for a call. We're going to give him a call. The person you are trying to reach has a voicemail box that has not been set up yet. Please try your call again later. Goodbye. God dang it. That's the end of that one. That's a bummer. All right. Well, he was. if anyone's looking for a good time, this guy's looking for a good time. Maybe I'll connect you guys. Maybe nice of you. I think this is the, uh, we're coming up on the end of the, the morning after show. I think I, the only thing I left I wanted to say was that I went to a Korean spa, which I found extremely relaxing the other day. Uh, and um, I saw a lot of dicks there. It's a naked spa. What, what, what You're just like measuring up or what was going on there it's amazing the variation in dick size you got this the tiniest the tinies to the most monstrous the monstrous things i've ever seen but maybe some of them are growers not showers I, even, I, fully grown these guys had me beat <laughs> what are you talking about okay their and, flaccid dick was it looked well, like it could fucking knock someone out okay are we talking about your need to feel like bigger is better no, I'm just saying it's amazing the variation in size. And then I started thinking, you know what? I, there's a variation in all the sorts of body types in terms of height, in terms of weight. Boob we just sizes. we just are used to that variation. What we're not used to is seeing dicks all the time. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Yeah. Anyway, that's my insight from going to the Korean spa, which I of course found a very freeing experience. I love being publicly naked. Oh, you do. In an environment where everyone's naked, yeah. Well, <laughs> I like being privately naked. 
Yeah. I don't know if I like being publicly naked. Notice that when you go to these nude beaches, they're always like disgusting, dangling. I've never, dick. I, I, I've never been to like a fully nude dick out beach. Maybe you would like that. Mm. Anyway. I just like the idea of feeling free. <laughs> Especially when it's warm and hot. Yeah. All right. On that note, should we just end this uh, yeah. show, Mother? Well, let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and the naked Cameronis. Okay. No? All right. I just wish you would get a little better at the rhyming. I know. Well, what would you have said? Like, why don't you do it? Let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and Korean spa karaoke's. See, it's yeah, harder than right. you think. It is hard to just to put that in there. You're right. Well, no, maybe, maybe we need to plan in advance. All right. This is the end of the show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks for all your calls. Feel free to hit us up at Yes Text Mom. Over and out. We love you. Love you. <laughs>